You're listening to the Mom Inspired Show, episode 97 with Jenny Stemmerman. Welcome to the Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, have you ever wondered what kind of mom you are? Well, today I have Jenny Summerman back on the show today as we talk about all the different kinds of moms. So I am talking working mom, stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home mom that works from home, moms that have side hustles, homeschooling moms, and I may be missing some, but you get the gist. Today is just a lighthearted episode where we're chatting as if we are sitting in your living room or at a coffee house, just talking about the struggles that different moms experience. And I just want you guys to walk away feeling inspired about what kind of mom you are. And also let's encourage one another to show grace to each other. Let's go to the show. Jenny, I am so excited to have you back on the show today. Oh, Amber, I am so excited to be on your show again. This is going to be fun. Yes, I am super happy to be talking about what kind of mom you are. Um, But first, let's jump into my, you know, icebreaker. That's all about travel. But because you've come on before, I'm going to do things a little bit different. I want to ask you, what is on your bucket list for the vacations? Um, You know, and this could be with or without kids. So I'll keep it similar to my original question. What is not on my bucket list (laughs) for travel? I am such a daydreamer. So I have a lot on my bucket list. I mean, I want to go to Bali. I want to go, I mean, I want to go everywhere. I want to go to Europe. Um, But this is where I value our friendship so much because you make it so that I am not just daydreaming all the time about travel, but you actually are making it a reality. So you've inspired me to make one of my big bucket list trips with my kids into a reality. So I've been using your vacation planning tool. And is it okay if I talk about the one that I'm like, yes, it's not even like a bucket list one anymore. Mm -hmm. It still is a bucket list. Yeah. So next, next summer we are taking off in an RV. We live in Oregon and we are driving to Halifax, Nova Scotia, (laughs) (laughs) which is like pretty much on the opposite side of the world. Um, as far away we can drive, but it's going to be great because we're going to go through Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, up into Canada. Um, and then after Halifax, which is the, I, it's one of my favorite cities. And I've wanted to share that with my family for a long time. Cause I've gone there a lot for work, but it's always just been me. Um, and then after we're, we're done exploring Nova Scotia, then we're going to go down the, the Eastern seaboard into upstate New York into Washington, DC and the Carolinas. And then kind of cut our way over and make our way back home to Oregon. Of course, stopping to see the Sandbergs in Tennessee, of course. so excited. The highlight of the trip. So (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm really excited about about making this bucket list trip into a reality before my kids are, you know, 40. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned the vacation planning tool, and this is not an ad for that, but uh, maybe you can explain um, from your perspective of why it comes in handy, especially when you're trying to think about trips before the kids graduate. Yeah. Well, this is why it's so such a brilliant tool for someone like me, because I, I am a planner, but I tend to procrastinate things to like the very last minute. And I, like I said, I'm a daydreamer. So I'm always thinking about the things that I want to do and kind of what the ideal situation would be like. But it's a totally different thing to put something into action and actually plan for it. And the problem with a lot of the trips that are on my bucket list is they cost a lot of money. And I I always think like, oh, it's not going to be that much. Well, then you start to look at just like the airline tickets to go to Europe or, you know, something like that. And it's just all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, that's never going to happen. 
But the thing I love about the vacation planning tool is that you can really put it in and and plan it out so that it is a reality and it's you're starting to make those small little steps into making it happen. Because if I just keep daydreaming, Amber, it's never, ever going to come into reality and then I will have regrets. And I'm all about living a life without regrets. And so this tool really helps me kind of bring my my daydreams down to earth and make a solid plan that we can actually accomplish. Yeah. I mean, that makes me so happy to hear that. And that's one of the things that if you use me as a travel agent for everyone who doesn't know this, um, I use that tool so that we can kind of figure out what is on your bucket list and how can we make these happen, especially if we're trying to do this before your kids graduate. So um, not only am I just booking your vacation, I'm helping you budget for it and really plan and be intentional. So, but that's not what the show is about. Uh, Jenny's just amazing and, you know, always is talking so good about me and my stuff. And I greatly appreciate that. But why I'm bringing Jenny on the show today is I really want you guys to feel like this is a coffee house. Like if you've heard uh, the episode with Jenny and I, when there was a mic switch, I can't remember off the top of my head, it could be episode 52, maybe 56. I'm not sure. I should have probably been more prepared. Um, You'll see that it says mic switch. And then it's me sharing my story, why I decided to do a podcast and why I became a travel agent. Um, But one of the main reasons for the podcast was I always thought that there's times when there's women sitting in a coffee house and they can overhear a conversation from other women talking and wishing they could go up and just be part of that conversation. So today you're going to hear Jenny and I just talking back and forth. And really, it's more kind of like, hey, the summer is almost over. For me, my oldest will be back in school. Jenny's kids won't be back in school yet. So it's still that weird limbo time. And I feel like moms are a little bit crazy if they're working or not working. And I just thought, you know what, this could be a fun episode for Jenny and I to do. And you can hear our friendship But also, we just kind of want to embrace all the moms out there. So we're going to kind of break things down to what kind of mom are you and just kind of let it be super casual. So it's not probably going to feel as structured as normal. So it's really just like a great episode to listen to if you're running or in a car and you're sitting there for a long time and you just really want to feel like you're sitting in the car with your girlfriend. So um, I want to just like start everything off with that. So Jenny... Are you ready to talk about this? (laughs) I am so ready to talk about this. (laughs) Okay. So for those of you, for those that don't know you and haven't heard you on the show before, just kind of give us a little bit about who you are, your name. You you mentioned that you're from Oregon and um, kind of how you got to where you are today, like a little snippet. Oh, goodness. Where in the world even am I (laughs) to figure out how I got to where I am? Um, My name is Jenny. Stemmerman. And I, like I said, live in Oregon. I'm a mom to two boys that are fast growing. They are nine and 13, which is crazy to me that there's a teenager in the house. I never, like, I don't feel like I'm old enough to have a teenager yet, but all of a sudden he's there. And then I saw a post with someone else today. Sorry, this is total sidebar, but I saw a post on Facebook where someone else has a nine-year-old and they called their son a tween. And I'm like, no, he's a baby. (laughs) baby. Like my nine year old is not a tween. (laughs) What are you talking about? I know. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) and where did I get to where I am today? My gosh, you know, I, so I, I, I have a podcast. I own a company called your life rocks. I also own another business with my husband. Uh, it's an escape room of all weird things um, to be able to have as a business. And even weirder, we're launching yes. another business <laughs> this month for indoor axe throwing. So, you know, we're just kind of all over the place. Um, and in addition to that, because I'm an insane person, I also work a full-time job. So 
where I got to where I am today is really just saying yes to whatever is right in front of me and really relying on God to get me through whatever season he's walking me through because it's, it's kind of crazy town. Yeah. Yeah. Jenny is crazy, everyone, but you'll figure that out when you listen to this. So crazy in a good way. So we wanted to break down all the walls on what kind of mom you're, you are in this episode. So what that means is, are you a working mom? Are you a work from home mom? Are you stay at home mom? Are you a stay at home mom with a side hustle? Are you a homeschooling mom? Are you a mom that works outside of the home and travels a lot? So and if I'm missing some of you moms, I'm so sorry. So we are talking to you too. Um, uh, Jenny and I have been one of these, if not more. So we thought, let's just talk about all of these kind of moms and just kind of break it down. Because I think that there's a big um, issue with moms in regards to, oh, I, I feel like stay-at-home moms have it easy or or moms that stay at home are like, oh, it must be nice to have a lunch break in your um, cafeteria at your corporate job. you know. And so, or you're traveling and you're like, oh, your husband's having to put the kids down and you get to lay in a hotel bed and watch whatever is on TV. So you know, there's all these pros and cons of everything. And I feel like it's so easy for another mom to just feel like, okay, that's easier. And I wish I had that life or vice versa, or kind of just making that other mom feel bad about herself. And so it's really funny because Todd, he was at work and he heard working moms kind of just saying like, oh, it must be so amazing to be at stay at home. And Todd's like cracking up to his himself because he knows what it's like to be home with the kids and he would actually pick going to work. So it's funny to he, that he overheard that conversation and he's just cracking up to himself. And I'm just like, I mean, seriously, aren't we past this point that corporate working moms think that stay-at-home moms are just eating bonbons all day. <laughs> I don't know what well, to say. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, is I feel like, you know, maybe five, 10 years ago, it was easy enough to say, are you a working mom? Or are you a stay-at-home mom? But it's not like that anymore. I mean, I don't know any mom that's that works just a job, not that, you know, just a job or just stays home with their kid. I mean, I know so many moms that if they're stay at home moms, they're very active in their church, but they might mm -hmm. be leading ministry or they they're working a high, a side hustle, having an MLM, yep. or I know a lot of working moms that are doing a lot of that too, or that are taking advantage of some of the things that are happening in the workplace now. I mean, like myself, I work full time, probably more than full time, but I work from home. So I have that flexibility of, yes, I have a great paycheck coming in, but I'm, I'm in my pajamas from the waist down most days. So, <laughs> you know, this, I, I, it, yeah. it's not as traditional and, yes. and where you can put everything into a box like right. it used to be. Well, and everything's so fluid and I do, and that I feel like it's great. And I feel like it's bad because I, I feel like there's no really hard to find boundaries because everything kind of just flows into each other. And, you know, even people who have Etsy shops, you know, it's just, it, it does seem like so many people have side things. And, um, and if you don't have side things and you are a stay at home mom and you don't have anything going on outside of the house, that still is a lot of work, especially when you have little ones. It's like your life is all about that. Like, especially when you have newborns and especially if they're breastfeeding and then you're having to like figure all that out, you can't leave because you're like, oh, they got to breastfeed and then, oh, they need to take a nap and oh, I can't do this because they need to sleep and I'm trying to stick to a schedule. And so, and I've been that mom, I've been the stay at home mom and it's challenging, like, it, and you can feel very isolated. And then there's also, I'm going to give a shout out to all the homeschooling moms because I oh, realized, gosh. yeah, I realized that all of us moms that are like, okay, 
we we wish that there's the summer was longer, but we also are glad to get back to a normal routine and and kind of have some of our time back. I realize that that doesn't really happen. Maybe the routine part does because you get back into the school routine, but the fact that you're still with your kids all the time, like I just give you props because it's like summer break for you all year round. Jenny, you've dabbled a little bit in homeschooling. Um, can you share a little bit about what what that experience was for you? Oh my gosh. Well, for one, you know, it, it was not, we felt kind of fell into homeschooling. Um, when we we've done it two different times. So let me back up. We've done it two different times. So the first time that we did it, I was working full time. My husband was a stay at home dad at the time, but certainly like he's, he's an amazing man, an amazing dad. And he was a great stay at home dad, but he was not like a housewife. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was not a, <laughs> yeah. a stay at home right. mom. He yeah. was a stay at home dad. I mean, and props to stay at home dads, you know, that's a, a whole nother ball game to try to figure out and to manage and socialize with people. Um, but at the time, because I was traveling so much, my in-laws moved in with us, which is a, we could do a whole series <laughs> on why that's not a good idea, but, um, <laughs> but they did. And, and so I wanted to be actively involved in raising my kids. And because I'm a crazy person, um, I decided, you know what, my youngest son, we needed to, to, to kind of do some preschool kindergarten type things, but he had some medical issues going on. So we didn't really want to put him into mainstream school or kind of a traditional school setting. So we decided, well, let's homeschool him. So I decided, well, I'll just write the curriculum myself and figure that out and give it to my mother-in-law for her to teach. That was the most maddening, time-consuming experience of my life, trying to figure (laughs) out like what it is that you teach and how do you make it fun? And what are the YouTube videos that go along with this lesson about apples? And how can we (laughs) do other things with apples this week? And I'm sure my poor mother-in-law, when I would hand her this packet every single Sunday and go over the curriculum with her, she was like, you want me to do what with apples? (laughs) But you know what? We made it work. And it was a great experience for him. And uh, it definitely gave me a whole different world of respect for um, homeschool moms and stay-at-home moms and what they have to do to try to really provide excellent education to their kids. Now, the second time around, we needed to pull my older son out of school. He was, in, I think, third grade at the time. There was just a lot of bullying issues going on, and there was only like a month left of school, and so we decided to pull him out. And I was, again, traveling like a crazy person, and my husband was getting ready to sell our house, and we were preparing to move from Arizona back home to Oregon to start a business. So it was kind of a, it was just nuts. It's always nuts in our life. We, we make decisions that make life nuts. Um, but we decided that we, he had to finish out his school year. So we just enrolled him in like an online program and sat him down in front of the computer and was like, here, do your classes. So it was completely different than the Apple scenario with my younger son from kindergarten. Uh, but we made it happen. Yeah. I feel like with homeschooling, there is so many dimensions to homeschooling and, and what that looks like. And some parents may be really involved. Some parents may not be a, as involved, but still it's just a whole different beast. And so I just kind of wanted to go through some, some of the different things. So we did the homeschooling. Um, let's just talk about, uh, so you were a mom also, like you said, your husband stayed with the kids and stuff. So when you were working a corporate job, you were one of the moms that traveled a lot. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, let's give a shout out to those moms. Like, what do you feel like was so hard with, you know, doing that, that people may not realize is such a challenge? You know, I think the hardest part about not only, and I think this goes for a lot of working moms, but especially when you're traveling is 
just the comments from other people, because you really have to protect your own headspace. And I think this goes for any type of mom that you are, because I think that kind of that comparison that like Todd overheard, you know, of, of moms oh, yeah. being like, mm-hmm. oh, it'd be so easy if, mm-hmm. and sometimes we look at that and it's like the grass is greener on the other side. But really, I think that it's almost like a badge of honor to like what you have to put up with or what you're strong enough to walk mm. through or, you know what I mean? And so I, I feel like it's almost like the struggle becomes mm-hmm. this like gold standard. Like I struggled yeah. more mm-hmm. than you. Right. So therefore I'm I better. am better. Yeah. And, and like, that's so sad when you it's think about very it, but sad. It's, it's really where a lot of it roots from. Mm-hmm. But I found when I was traveling, I would, I mean, mind you, so it's a little bit different. So my career background is is in MLM on the corporate side. So I've always supported direct sales companies um, on the corporate side of things. So when I would travel, I would be traveling out to these big conferences or training events or or things like that. And so it was very heavy socializing, very heavy um, with just talking to people and getting to know people. And I guarantee you, out of a weekend event, probably 20 times, People would say stuff to me like, it must be so hard to leave your kids. How are your kids doing at home? You must miss them so much. And I'm like, thank you for bringing that up. I was just, you know, about to go cry in the bathroom and now I'm going to cry right here in front of you. So thanks so much for bringing that up. You know, it must be so hard for me. I mean, you know, it was like, come on, people. I'm here to work. I made a conscious decision. I'm a grown up woman and I know, you know, I kind of have to balance it out. Like what's, what's worth like leaving and coming home and it's, you know, but it's amazing how how free people feel to just speak right into your life of, of whatever it is that you're choosing to do as a mom and, mm-hmm. and provide their own advice and opinion. But so that was probably the hardest thing about traveling. I think you have to kind of get into a different mindset when you travel. So that's where I really learned to kind of compartmentalize as a working mom. When I was home, I was a hundred percent home, tucking them in bedtime stories, fun pancakes. I mean, you really have to like learn to make those moments when you're home amazing, as amazing as you possibly can, because, you know, on Monday you're going to be gone. And, you know, there, there were times that I would try to call home and do FaceTime during bedtime, but it just made them sad. And it made me sad where if I learned, if I could just let my husband be and let him do the dad role and we would text or I would call him, but, um, I wouldn't have a whole lot of contact with my kids, but I was on the road. And a lot of people, you know, they were like, why would you do that? But it was harder for them because then they missed me more versus being yeah. in their routine. Mm-hmm. And I was able to be in my routine. And then when I came home, we were back together. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you, when you think about it now, right? So we'll jump to where you are today. I mean, it's not so normal for everybody to be working a full-time job at home and have multiple businesses going on. So even if, let's just pretend you were just working a job, a, a, you know, an intense yeah, job. Let's, pretend. Okay. Let's, let's just, pretend. just pretend. We'll pretend for Jenny's sake. And so we're going to pretend that Jenny is working a job, and, and, but because you're home, so some people may think, wow, well, that's actually so much easier. Well, that actually gets hard going back to the whole fluidity of everything that, you know, when you were traveling, there were hard set 
boundaries, right? You were home on the weekend. So you're like, boom, boom, boom. Now, granted, I realized that if you didn't have your businesses, you probably would be able to get away with this. So let's, let's keep one of the businesses in. Okay. So you feel like you need to work on the business on the weekend. So even though you're home, you're still having to figure out like, wait, when am I going to hang out with the boys? It's like, I need to figure this out. And why I'm trying to paint this picture is because I think a lot of people will be like, wow, that sounds so amazing. It seems so easy. You're probably really not even working 40 hours. Like, so this is why I'm painting the picture because it isn't that like Jenny's like, oh, I'm taking the whole day on a Tuesday to go hang out with the kids. It's like, no, they're all, it's like everything encroaches into the other time and you have to really make decisions like, nope, I'm stopping, I'm doing this. And so the whole point of all of this is really just to kind of say like, you may think it's easy, whatever the other kind of mom there is. And it isn't, there's just, there's just pros and cons to everything. Like Jenny said, though, she can be on a Zoom call with her pajama pants on, you know, so, you know, if you find that as a pro, well, there you have it. So, um, but then, you know, it's like her bosses may want her to start earlier than she was hoping or stay working a little bit later versus like you're checking out and being like, I got to get to the daycare. Sorry, I have to go. They are going to be like, we're charging you extra money. So, you know, that's kind of why I wanted to talk all about this kind of stuff and just make moms feel like wherever they are, that it's okay. And you know what? I've actually really have enjoyed seeing people embrace what they want to do in regards to this is what I mean. So I've had friends that have had babies recently, and they're actually looking forward to going back to work. One, I think that is awesome that you love your job that much, that you actually want to go back. Not so much because they're leaving the kids, that they love their job because there's so many people who don't love their job. I never had a corporate job that I loved and would want to go back to. So I'm kind of like, that is so amazing that you are wanting to go back. So right there, I think that's really cool. Two, that they know what kind of mom that they are, that they're like, I wasn't meant to stay home, especially with infants, okay? And then there's other moms like, I can't can't imagine sending my infants to daycare. Well, that's cool. And if you can afford to do it, I think, hey, that's amazing that you can do it. So I have really noticed as I have become a mother longer, right, as the years go on, that instead of just trying to be like, well, what does every what does everybody else think I should do to really just embrace it? Because I feel like that's what's going to make you a better person overall. So if you're making yourself stay home and you hate your life, right? Then how good is that? That's probably not a good idea. So, and I realize not everybody can stay at home and they may want to stay at home. So I'm not speaking to that. I'm speaking to people who have that freedom. So anyway, um, so, and then, you know, for me, it's like staying home and then trying to have a four-year-old. So I started the podcast when she was two. So then I could only do podcasts when she was in her preschool. And then still at four. She still needs a lot of my help. She's so much better though. But like if she literally was in the bathroom and needed help and I wasn't doing a podcast, I don't, I would, I would have to stop. So this has been interesting this whole summer trying to just do everything that I need to do to keep it going, but then being full on that if they're not in camps, I'm with them 24 seven. So, um, it's been, it's been interesting needless to say. So, and Jenny knows how crazy it's been. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I think, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying about moms making choices. I mean, ultimately that's what it comes down to, right? Is, is you having that freedom and that empowerment to be able to choose 
to be the kind of mom that you want to be and knowing that you do have the choice. I mean, we don't have to be the same kind of mom that our neighbor is or our mom was or our sister was, or I don't have to be the same mom you are and you don't have to be the same mom that I am. And that's where I feel like we, we can give ourselves that freedom to make some of those choices to, to find something in the margin. We don't have to put ourselves in a box. And one of the things that I think has been really fun about watching you go throughout this summer, Amber, with, with balancing these girls home and trying to, to do what you're doing in your business and, and with the podcast. And I mean, you're expanding and doing amazing new things, which I think is super exciting. And, um, but you're handling it all with such grace and really being able to prioritize what matters most to you. And we've talked about this, where there's some other things that you would love to be able to focus on right now, but in the season you're in, like you just kind of have to prioritize and go after the things that are going to have the biggest impact and the biggest amount of results for the kind of mom that you want to be knowing that it is just a season, knowing that it is just going to end. I mean, you know, we talked about like my crazy schedule. It's for a season. It's not like I feel like I can go at this pace for ever because Lord knows I can't, Right, but it's a season. And I think that that's one thing for everyone to remember too. I don't know if I would have been able to start a podcast having a two-year-old like you did. I mean, hats off to you, man. I don't know if I would have been able to do that. I see moms that are starting businesses when they have infants. I don't know if I would have been able to do a a side hustle and work full-time job and have a baby. Like that's a lot. But I think we all have our choices and our sacrifices. I mean, for me right now, I'm making this choice to, to live this crazy lifestyle for a season, which means I wake up at three 45 in the morning so that I can try to fit everything in and still be as present as possible with my kids before they go back to school. Yeah. And I mean, and Jenny does a really great job. I would have died already. So um, I just want to point that out that <laughs> Jenny's fueled by coffee. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and so she she does a wonderful job. And, and she's a hard worker. And she has so many things going on. Just listening to her list. I'm kind of like, uh, I need to go watch Netflix, just listening to her list. And so <laughs> and then she wishes she could come to my house and watch Netflix. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I know. I always joke with her when um she so here we're gonna I'm gonna paint you a picture between really two good friends okay so I will say something to Jenny like oh I'm just gonna take a minute and sit down drink some coffee and maybe watch some Netflix and Jenny's like oh my gosh I really wish I could sit down and watch Netflix and then I remind her you are getting paid a really nice salary. I am not so therefore I get to watch Netflix and you have to work because you're getting a nice paycheck in your bank. And so this is where it's like, you can't, you have to compare the whole picture, not just little glimpses of like what the good thing is. Right. So, so that's the whole point of this, you guys, I really just want you to walk away just feeling like you understand a little bit, you know, all the moms and just love on one another. I mean, we're all just trying to do our best and make the best decisions. And I've said this in other podcasts is know the season of life that you're in. And what I mean by that is if you're a person that you feel like you should be doing more, but you feel like you're already drowning, don't feel like you need to do more. Just do what you're doing right now. If you're like Jenny, where she's trying to do stuff that feels really crazy right now. She just know, she just knows it's going to be crazy right now, but it's not going to be like this forever. So the whole point is just know what season of life you're in and know that it's not going to last forever and that you'll be able to make different decisions as you move into that next season. 
Hey guys, it's Amber, and you've been hearing me talk all about travel, and I am so passionate about helping families create memories through intentional travel planning. I know it's summertime, and it might not even be on your radar for fall break or Christmas break, but it's just around the corner. It's a perfect time to go to Disney, Mexico, or even a Caribbean cruise. So if you don't have plans yet for those school breaks, I invite you to set up an appointment with me. It's completely free, both for the consultation call so that we can talk about what your plans are, what your dreams are, and put them into action. And it's also completely free to use my services to allow me to come alongside and help you make these plans a reality. So to book your time with me, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash contact. Now let's get back to the show. Jenny, speaking about the things that you're working on as we end the show, how about you share with us um, what other thing you're working on, which is also making you feel so crazy that you didn't um, share with us at the beginning of the show? Yeah, for sure. So um, the whole reason I'm in this whole crazy season is because I, like I said, I say yes to whatever's in front of me and just trust God. And I really felt led to move some of the online content that I had outside of our podcast and also in our membership into a mobile app. It's something that I have been wanting to do for years, but it's expensive, man, to do an app. And so that's really where I I took on this crazy season of going back to work full time and really investing my efforts in other areas so that we, we could bring this vision into life. I think that sometimes when you have a big vision or a big dream, it's going to take some sacrifice and it's going to take a season of, of really pushing hard to bring it into reality. And I'm super excited that it's now coming into reality, I feel like I'm birthing a baby of bringing in the the life balance app for working Christian moms into reality in August. And it's, it's going to be pretty exciting. It's all about bringing all of the courses and tools and resources to bring a little bit more sanity into the crazy world. Because like I said, so many working moms, they're just trying to balance all of it, whether you're a traditional working mom or you're Amber, like you, I consider you a working mom because you have so many other things that you're doing (laughs) in addition to being a great mom. I mean, I think that that this app is going to be really beneficial for a lot of people. So I'm really excited to be able to, to bring it into fruition and into reality. Yeah, I know. I love it. So Jenny, as we wrap up, where can people find you? Where can they purchase the app? And um, where can they listen to your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. You can find out everything you need to know by going to yourliferocks.com. You can also search for the Life Balance app in your favorite app stores, iTunes, Google, um, and then wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you just search Your Life Rocks, you can find my podcast as well. Jenny, I had so much fun. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I know it was probably a little bit crazy um, and all over the place, but we wanted to make you guys feel like you were sitting with us. And this is pretty much how we talk to each other. And just to know that, you know, you're virtually part of our little group. So um, I hope that comes across today on the show. So thanks so much for coming on, Jenny. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Amber. It was a lot of fun. Hey, you guys, would you like to have every podcast episode in your inbox on Tuesday? That way you don't have to go search for it or have to remember that, hey, a new Mom Inspired Show has aired today. You can have that. All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com and subscribe. If you're looking at it on your phone, just scroll to the bottom, enter your name and your email. If you're looking at it on your computer, it's gonna be on the right-hand side. That way you won't miss an episode. And I'm also gonna start including travel tips every week. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. 